the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, March 3rd on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. for every $25. You bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you the chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, uh, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is uh, home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Dan Dickow, and you are listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, March 3rd. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Recording a little early tonight. All the games are done, but I do think I do think your boy Dundee's having himself a nice day. Go through the ranks, man. Did I? Did I? Did I really luck up with a couple games? We'll get to it. But I am joined by my co-host, former, former JFU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Well, if I can change and you can change, everybody can change. Thank you. Thank you. An important <laughs> message. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying you can change. You can change. You can be the leader in picks. Unlocks. Uh, that's going to take a lot of change. Unlocks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Unlocks. Well, unlocks. It would take a little change. Yeah. A little change. On overall picks, that would take. And a Rocky level of uh, commitment. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, only in America. Uh, touch me now, Sue. By the way, I want to say something. <laughs> Sue for what? <laughs> I had a thought during the USFL podcast. You know, Duke, what's his name? Uh, fucking Duke in uh, Rocky Six. That's the NFL. Tommy Gunn. Is Rocky the, Five? Is the XFL? Five. No, Rocky Five. 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 Okay, Tommy Gunn is the XFL. And the USFL is fucking rock. Wow. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast uh, coming out the gates here. We're, we're here to talk college basketball. It's March madness. Had to bring on the DFS guy himself. Come play college basketball draft Kings with us. We play daily. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. I'm not sure if I follow what Patty was saying there, but what's going on guys? <laughs> um, well, let me just give you uh, some type of music then. All right. How about uh, this? 
It's March Madness. Yes, 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 yes. Sing it. Sing we had game winners. First half unders. Subscribe to college lyrics. basketball <laughs> <laughs> experience. Guys, you want to come to uh, LA? Do a karaoke, uh, Koreatown? Let's do this. Stick to, stick right? to your rap freestyles. <laughs> is this the best time of the year? It, it really is. is isn't it, it is number one. It is number one. And Ryan Real Money Kramer, I thought, said it best. Said college basketball Saturdays much better than college ba- college football Saturdays. I think he's Ooh. on to something. Ooh. I think he's wow. on to something. And I love college football because but but because that dumbass format that doesn't really give you know teams a chance. The playoffs. Look, I love college football, but. Well, yeah. Look, I mean, obviously the NCAA tournament is is just the best sporting event ever. But it really starts now. It starts with the conference tournaments. Yes, because you could argue. I mean, actually, you can't even argue. It's it's fact. Every Division One team has a chance to win the national championship postseason. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. all they got to do is win their conference tournament, then they get into the NCAA's. Just win that. And isn't it great? It, what's more American Easy. than that? By the way. All right, Giving college football situation. Giving a little guy a chance, right? Co- college football situation is basically like Russia. All right. No. <laughs> All right, and, and and college basketball is America. Giving everyone a chance. Let's do this damn right. thing. How about and, the and, what's and, that? And, and viewers like us are like Ukraine, and and Russia's just coming, just a fucking b- bombing us with this <laughs> bullshit playoff. Yeah, so that no one wants. They're they're right. implementing <laughs> it, and and your little shit ass ACC commissioner. All right, is like Putin. All right, because he's sitting there like, uh, no, this is uh, this is we need to worry about safety. Uh, shut the fuck up. And listen, all right, even though we're not coming to save Ukraine, college basketball is coming to save us. Yes, it really is. It really is coming to save us. And you know who might be saving us? It might be the Big South Conference because, whoa, they opened up today, overtime win in a crazy game that I didn't even catch because I was en route to the studio. Uh, North Carolina A and T beats Radford in overtime. Then Charleston Southern, as a like an eleven point dog, win at the buzzer against UNC Asheville. Then High Point, my boys cover cover the minus six in overtime. They win by seven. Holy shit! Hey, Big South, relax. I, I mean, just coming out throwing heat in the first three games of the conference tournament. I got three words for you. Welcome to March. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna touch on some of the other games before we get to conference. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna basically go through the conference odds and make some picks, and then for games, it's gonna be me solo. But remember, the SGPN app will have Patty C and NC Knicks picks as well. Um. Uh, well, first off, Xavier, can we talk about what 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 the fuck has happened in Cincinnati? They got a bad batch of Skyline Chili for the past two months because <laughs> holy shit, they're terrible now. What happened to Xavier? They lose by fourteen or fifteen at St. John's in Queens tonight, guys. Uh, St. John's, I guess, uh, added another decent win to the resume. Maybe they can get hot. Maybe they can pull a Pat Ewing, win the Big East championship in the or the, I'm sorry, the Big East tournament. Um. What do you Possible. make? What do you make of the Johnnies? What do you and what do you make of Xavier, Nick? Uh, yeah, dude, this is not the the right time of the year to, to you know to start a downward spiral. That's for sure. Uh, I guess right now, I think most projections, at least before this game, had them in and and fairly safely in, but uh, not a good. I mean, look, they have one more game to end their regular season. Uh, at this point, I can I can pull it up and see who they're playing. 
but lately Xavier, so they, they play Georgetown. Don't lose at home to Georgetown on Saturday. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> Sage wisdom. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and I want to get to speaking of where, while we're talking big East, uh, you know, Al Durham was out for the Providence Friars last night. I know Patty C locked them up as they covered against Villanova, almost won the game outright. Ed Cooley was asked if he was going to rest his starters being that he already won the big East uh, regular season title in the one seed. This is his comments. No, no, and no pitch count. This isn't the major league. I, I don't believe in none of that, by the way. I don't believe in pitch count, minute count, rep count. These kids are 21, 22 years old. You know, all of us old guys in here, we would die to play in a game like that for 40 minutes. Pitch count. Come on, man. That's that's some BS that you know the pros use. I don't believe in that. I'm far from a pro and I'm far from pretty. There it is. Bear Bryant. This <laughs> is the it. junction boys over here. How great was that love though? It. Taking shots at the NBA, taking shots at the MLB, <laughs> taking shots at the NFL <laughs> and saying, Hey, you know, I don't believe in any of that shit. You play to win the game and damn Dude, it. His it, best, it, it, his it, best words. I'm far from a pro and I'm far from pretty. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love uh, it. Guys, humility. Can we start talking about his, uh, by the way, and I thought they had a per, uh, really impressive performance considering they they were without one of their best players or second leading scorer. They almost won the game out, right? I uh, tell me, uh, look, I, part of me wanted to fade Providence in the NCAA tournament because I thought they played way too many close games. But damn if they aren't impressive in these close games. They're like the 17 and 2 or 16 and 2 in close games. I I love Ed Cooley. I, it's hard to root against this guy. What, what do you make? I mean, Wait, what's what's your outlook for the Friars going into the tournament, Nick? Well, first off, I think Patty C and I were on Providence. I think you were on Villanova in that game. Uh, Patty C might have locked that too. Is that right? Patty? He did. He did. Well, it's funny that you should say that because I just googled college basketball luck ratings, and guess who pops up at number one? If I'm not mistaken, Providence. It's right? Providence. If I'm if I'm looking at this, correctly, is it luck though? If you're good at closing. Out close games. Mm, I don't like know. Bynum has made a, a shit ton of big time shots for them in the clutch. Now they're now. Oh, I, I clicked on the link. They're at number two, just behind Wisconsin. But to, to answer your question, I don't think that's necessarily luck. I think that that metric may like not take into account clutch. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, either way, I think Providence is a team that uh, you know th- that's a fun story. It's a really fun story. But speaking of other news, before I get we got other games to cover what happened tonight and then obviously the conference odds. 24/7 sports reporting that Maryland wants Rick Patino. Wow. I mean, look, Iona still got a season to play. Way to cool the brakes. Whatever you want to say, whatever the quote is. Pull the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Eat the brakes. All right. Do some of the Shout breaks. out to the New Orleans Breakers. Um, <laughs> uh, give me Rick Patino. I mean, uh, to Maryland, Nick. What do you make of that potentially? He's going to be seventy well, no. years old by the time the season starts next year. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's getting up there. But hey, look, when Turgeon got fired, we mentioned Patino. We said they should hire him. I don't think we thought that might have been a reality, you know. So I mean, and you know, I heard from like, you know, obviously we were from the DC area. I heard from multiple people today that there's rumors that Maryland is seriously interested in Patino. Honestly, I think it's a good hire. Bernie Lomax. I'm nominating him as the weekend at Bernie's candidate because look, weekend at Bernie's fucked a girl, Bernie Lomax. Remember he fucked that girl that, that, that came up in the room when he was dead. Rick Patino known, known to have a, a nice waitress or two. Wait, 
He was basically dead. He wasn't alive for long. Wait, he had, he fucked a girl while he was dead. Weekend at Bernie's. You don't remember this? No, I don't remember Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I did watch I'm like half. All right, of homework it. assignment. I watched like half of it like a, a month ago for the first time in probably yeah, what twenty five years. And because you get harder apparently when you're dead. He uh, he has they sex with a in the movie. Yes, I think that couldn't happen today. I don't think you could put that in a movie today. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Obviously you not. Know. Yeah, that's they wouldn't the make we can. The yeah, that's why the eighties are the like the. Trust me, all the producers, the the the, the president of Paramount Pictures was coked out of his mind. He's like, "We're gonna do a movie about a dead guy. Do it." <laughs> I mean, think about all this shit. Howard the Duck became a movie. You want, we want to make a movie about a talking duck. Is it animated? No, <laughs> it's a real talking duck. Um, anyway, what the hell are we talking about? But other news: uh, Matt McCall is fired from UMass, and uh, Patrick Baldwin Senior. Fired from Milwaukee. I mean, talk about a project gone wrong with Patrick. But he could be at Duke right now, winning a, a national championship, perhaps. Yeah, that's a bummer for him. Yeah, dad, dad sold him <laughs> fool's gold. Fool's gold. Um, <laughs> other games happening. How's that uh, Thanksgiving dinner going to be next year? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably going to be very wealthy because he's going to be a lottery pick. That's true. He's Although I'm seeing him everything. drop from like the top five down into like. Well, he played like seven games and he opted out. Towards what the bottom of the ladder. fucking athletes But that these could days. be millions of dollars out of his pocket. They're just going to opt out. Yeah. I, I don't even think he's injured. How do you just, opt out yeah. on your dad? Well, he's fired. Well, yeah, at this point. <laughs> well, no, the season's over. They lost today or right. yesterday. Um, what I'm saying is he had opted out beforehand when his dad was still coaching. Yeah. I don't know the scenario. It was just weird, but either way, uh, He's gone. Better luck next year. Um, <laughs> uh, other games that happened today, I got a key on before we get to this conference. St. Louis takes care of Rhode Island as my fringe lock. Damn it, I should have locked that. I lost on Middle I Tennessee, Charlotte. Um, fucking Middle Tennessee. They pissed me off. All right. George Mason, uh, they did not cover against Davidson. Davidson got the dub. My lock of Western Kentucky came through, fellas. Did you guys have the the cojones to lock the Hilltoppers in Huntington? I was with you. There we go. I think I did too. There we go. We triple locked that thing, so you should be hearing that. There you go. Uh, game of the night: Rutgers, Indiana. The Scarlet Knights get a rare road win. That was a huge game because both teams were the last two in, according to Joe Lenardi. Rutgers wins in Bloomington. If I can cut in, speaking of Rutgers, the the Rutgers of the SEC, Auburn is currently down two to at Mississippi State, dude. For a team that's top five, I've never seen a team that can't win or at least look impressive on the road ever. That's got to be worrisome, right? A hundred percent. I locked up Auburn too because I thought this would be the one road win they would put away Mississippi State. Look, I how lost about, them too. Not looking good. How about the top six teams losing in the country? The other day, guys, what do you, what do you make awesome. of that? I mean, uh, seven of awesome. the top 10 lost last Saturday, S- the top six teams in the country. That's never happened before. Patty. See, what do you think? I mean, yes. Awesome. In terms of unpredictability for uh, what we've seen in some of the other sports where maximum predictability is there, um, whether it be through the Rams, you know, getting the calls that we expected them to get in the Super Bowl or college football being a completely predictable season, having something that we don't know what's going to happen and watching these players Fantastic, battle right? it out night in night out is interesting. I'm still adopting, adapting to the regular season of college basketball, but I think just watching these teams raise and what I need to do is put them into like a platinum category or whatever it is where they're <laughs> like a championship level squad and like appreciate the bump up that they get from like 
a Saturday in January, a win that puts them out of like, you know, whatever the silver category and into the gold category, you know, but I need something like that, something tangible where I could say, okay, this win puts them into a level where they're likely to go this far in the tournament, which I think isn't there. But I do think that I, I appreciate the battle yeah. night in, night out. Nick, who's on your platinum level? Yeah. What's did your we, did diamond we lose level? NC Nick? Did we lose him? Uh, no, I'm, I was cutting out there a little bit. So you said platinum level as far as who can win it all. Yeah. So there's a difference between, I guess, platinum level and gold level. Gold levels like make the final four, and that list is probably at least 20 teams long. Yeah. I, I mean, I, after watching Saturday, you're like, damn. I, I I don't know. I feel like teams that I thought we were sold on. I know Patty C had Gonzaga and Arizona in the national championship. And I, I, that could I still happen. I know. And I, I still thought so too, but at the same time I watched Colorado, a team that was incredibly young. They dominated that game from start to finish. And same with St. Mary's St. Mary's is at least, yeah. you know, the 20th team in the country. So it, it makes a little more sense, but it made me think maybe are we, are we overrating perhaps how this gap? Cause I, I really had it as like eight teams, 10 teams that could win it all. Maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, there's some more teams right on that fringe. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't well, expect Colorado I, to be one of those teams, I, but yeah. I agree. I think they're, they're the game week to week. That's what kind of makes it more interesting than college football is that level one and level two. There's a lot more interchanging going on, you know, and yeah. le- and college football, you know, maybe one or two teams, college football, you know, the playoffs pretty much when the season starts. Yeah. Yeah. You have a brief. You have your platinum and your gold and no team ever goes from silver into platinum level, you know, in college football. But I think that kind of jump happens a lot more in college basketball. Yeah. Nick, what were you going to say? Yeah, true. But still, if if you look back at the last like six or seven national championships, like the highest seed is like a three seed to play in it. So usually almost every year to play in it, I think. Okay. What was Butler? The, I guess that was like eight or nine years ago now. Well, either way, that was much longer. That that was, is, okay. Yeah, that was longer. If you look at last six or seven. Okay. But that seed is and, and earned during the regular season. Yeah. You know, so, you know, usually, you know, the last, like prime example, last like 10 years, there's always been one, like six seed or nine seed or 10 seed or 12 seed to make a run to the final four. But that's where their run stops. Well, usually the cream eventually rises to the top, and the championship game is somewhat chalky. Was was Texas Tech a three seed? Did that you know? I don't know. That might have been the one exception. Well, that, well, well, I can tell you this though: Virginia played Auburn, and if they didn't call that silly rule or that 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 that, that Ty Jerome had the ball hit off of him, Auburn might win that game. And they're in there in the national championship. They're very thin line there, buddy. It is. And that, and that line is getting thinner, you know, because usually like, if you go back 10 years ago, you had a very defined top echelon where you're like, you know what? The winner of the championship is going to come from these four or five teams. I mean, uh, Jalen Suggs is crazy three or UCLA yeah. goes to the, to the national championship. You know what I mean? Like that that's line, a very that thin line, line. Is getting thinner. Yeah. Yeah. The line is getting thinner. You know what that Maybe does? this is a year where it's different. You know, who knows? Uh, like for, for the longest time we said a 16 will never be to one seed. Don't you go there. Sorry to bring it up, Patty. <laughs> retrievers. Shout out to the retrievers. Hold on. <laughs> Let's uh, let me hit on some more games here that happened tonight. Well, what I was going to say uh, is what it does is it makes you watch the games Whereas yeah. college football. You can dismiss a lot of games college basketball because these teams are all kind of grouped together. You can't just assume team a is going to beat team B. You got to watch it. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, well, we watched the games tonight and Iowa state scored 36 points at home in Ames. What? What the fuck? Thirty-six points at Not home. Look, speaking of Virginia basketball, apparently it's going on in Ames. Thirty-six <laughs> points by the Cyclones. Luckily, they're still in the NCAA tournament because. But I mean, if if it was college football, they'd look, if they if they had a committee and and maybe Condoleezza Rice would be on there and she'd be like thirty-six points in a basketball game. Don't put them in the tournament. And maybe it would work out in, in the favor of college basketball. I don't know, but. Uh, what the hell is that? Thirty-six points at home. It's a shame the NCAA is keeping Oklahoma State out of the NCAA tournament because I think they'd be a pretty good team. What a defensive performance on the road! Um, Notre Dame loses at Florida State. The ACC. What? What? Can I just when I basically with the exception of Duke this year, with the exception of Coach K and, and his 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 Duke Blue Devils in their final year together, the rest of the ACC. This this is what I think of them. Well, I don't get. They bring the income. I mean, what the hell? Uh, With that, Duke locks up the ACC. Well, they had it locked up anyway because they had the tiebreaker on Notre Dame. Ah. But still, Notre Dame was still fighting for the two seed. Technically, it would have been a share, but now, now they've won it outright. Good for Coach K in his last season. Should Notre Dame be in the NCAA tournament? (laughs) Notre Dame or Iowa State? Who wins? Where is Notre Dame in bracketology right now? They're in soundly, I think, but yeah, they, um, they deserve to be in. A and M, Texas A and M goes to Tuscaloosa. I, I was on A and M. Hope you listen to me. They won by sixteen at Alabama, and once again, I I don't know what the hell. I, this, Alabama is the hardest team to understand in, in college basketball. They are a complete mystery team. When they're on, they my can cousin Vinny, not a very good year. I mean. Yeah. But they're still decent, so it's not like it's a bad. That's what I'm saying. Year. They went to Seattle, beat Gonzaga. They're the strangest team in I the nation. I feel like they spent a lot of time in the top ten or fifteen or twenty at least. Well, they're extremely season. talented. When you watch them, sometimes yeah. you're like, "Damn, they're really good." And then the next night, they they lose to Missouri or Georgia or Texas A&M. The What's that? The problem is they lost all the grit off of last year's team with uh, Herb Jones and the other player that departed. Uh, they were like John Petty. Yeah, yeah, those guys were like the the toughness, and they just don't have the toughness anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what it is. Clemson beats Georgia Tech. Georgetown loses the Seton Hall, but covers for me. I gave that away as a fringe lock. Uh, Patrick Ewing, I'm hearing he's coming back. Nick, your thoughts? Uh, all right, Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and eight. You want more of the comments? same? I mean, I don't know. What are they doing? It's time to make the. You know what? They're a football school now. <laughs> Shout out to Georgetown. Shout out to Georgetown. They're a football school. Check them out. The FCS ESPN Again, plus tough to fire the biggest legend and not tough, give him easy to fire. St. John's did it to Chris Mullen. Why should Nobody they give him cares. the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Chris yeah. Mullen is not Patrick Ewing. What are you talking about? In turn, I mean, Chris He's Mullen, a better coach. <laughs> oh, well, accomplish more, uh, probably um, maybe not quite as much, but he was like, what? Three time uh, Big East player of the year. Chris Mullen. Yeah. They're both in dream team too, or the original dream team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Patrick Ewing is a much better player than Chris Mullen. Let's be honest. But uh, I think Patrick Ewing is more iconic to the university of Georgetown than Mullen is to St. John's. I could be wrong there, but Ewing was like, Iconic, smiconic. It's like well, you win some fucking games. Agreed. He's been terrible. Yeah, seriously, Agreed. quit living in the past, man. Yeah, you want to give that guy a long leash, but it's. it's I mean, time. they were better off with John Thompson Jr. or the third, whatever the hell it was. And and I don't I don't know what they're oh, thinking. Oh, eighteen is inexcusable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is just yeah. Ridiculous. How is that? How is that not fireball? Like, maybe if it was your first year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 
I mean, you've been there for three or four years now. That's I mean, that's not acceptable, right? He's got him by the knee pads. Um, <laughs> look, Tennessee State, my lock. They they took care of business against SIU Edwardsville. Hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, Creighton beat Yukon, which I was on. Creighton at home remains just dynamite in Omaha. Um, Miami, my lock, minus four at Boston College hits. Um, there's a bunch of other games going on currently. I think the game of the night may might be Stephen F. Austin, New Mexico State. Is that is just a back and forth battle? Um, Auburn is in overtime. I see now against Mississippi State. Wild. That could be the bailout, and they're wild. Up. No, what, what's the score on that? I got it as a tie game in OT. But uh, anyway, let's let's just get into this. But before we get into this, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Win Bet. All right. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com today to get started. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app because we're brought to you by that app. Uh, you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that thing for free in the App Store and Google Play Store today and let it ride. All right, um, guys, conference odds, you know. Um, this is fun. This is, this is a, a blast. And I really believe that if you're going to be betting, like if you're going to be watching, which I strongly urge you to watch the SoCon conference, I'm sorry, not the SoCon. Uh, yes. The SoCon, but the Sunbelt that, that, that tips off tomorrow. So we got Sunbelt, Missouri Valley and WCC tipping off tomorrow. Uh, the, and then after that, we have the SoCon tipping off the next day. I'm going to start off with the Sunbelt which I truly believe you're going to need, you're going to need to watch these games because the line between one and 12 or more so one of one and 11 to me, pretty thin, pretty thin. Um, so make sure you, uh, like I said on the other show, don't do any cocaine because your heart will explode with, with the madness that might be going on in the sunbelt. Um, Texas state, and Georgia State are the favorites. They're at plus 350, though, so great value in taking them. South Alabama, the five seed, is at plus 500. Appalachian State, the two seed, who went to the NCAA tournament a season ago and won the Sunbelt tournament, is at plus 600. Troy, the four seed, is at plus 750. Coastal Carolina, the seven seed, is at plus 800. The six seed, Arkansas State, is at plus 1500. The eight seed Louisiana is at plus 2000. They were one of the preseason favorites. Uh, the nine seed UT Arlington is at plus 2,500. The 10 seed Georgia Southern is at plus uh, 10,000 ULM. The 11 seed plus 10,000 as well. And the 12 seed Daryl Walker, former Washington bullet uh, at plus 30,000. That uh, I, I have a headache just reading this uh, Nick. I, I, I went, I went with, so Texas state was the one seed a year ago. So my, my logic here is that they brought back a lot of their team. They were the one seed a year ago. They got upset. I think let's, we're going to take a favorite and a dog to give away. 
And I think I want to ride Texas State plus three fifty because I think the value for a one seed is incredible at plus three fifty. And yeah. then and then I'm gonna take a shot on App State because they are the two seed, but they return everybody. They they've been used to playing close games. I'm gonna take a shot at sprinkling some money at App State plus six hundred. What do you what are you doing and what do you think of the whole conference uh race essentially? Yeah, no, that makes a whole lot of sense here. Out of curiosity, what or where were you going to get those odds? Uh win bet. Ah, win bet. I you know I should have went there. Uh I was on DraftKings and it, it differs a little bit, but you know, all said and done, it, it, it didn't differ that, you know, drastically. So uh for me, you know I'm a Sunbelt guy. I think it's a four horse race. I think your potential winners are Texas State. Georgia State. I threw South Alabama in there and App State. Uh, but for me, I want to throw out South Alabama. They just they they haven't done it for me. You know, they're only five and five in the last ten. They got swept by App. They split with Georgia State and they lost the one game to Texas Southern. So for me, it's really Texas State, Georgia State, and App. You could argue, well, so actually the, 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 the hottest teams are either Texas state. Who's won nine in a row or Georgia state. That's one nine that went nine to one in the last 10. And the, then the, but app at, you know, plus 500 or I'm looking no, at plus, plus 600. I see plus, okay. I got it at plus yeah. 600. I mean, I think that deserves, you know, a little bit of a sprinkle at least because they won last year. They had the top defense in the league. Uh, they had the leading scorer in the and league, the, and they brought uh, them all the, the back as super sport. seniors. They brought them. They brought back they, a ton of people. Justin Forrest, they, uh, Al, Al Almasi, or whatever his name is, uh, came back. Right. Michael Almasi, Justin yeah, Forrest, yeah. A- Adrian Delph is a second leading scorer in the conference. He's averaging three th- three threes per game. They did return everyone from last year. They start all upperclassmen, but. It's tough, man. Between Texas State, Georgia State, and App, good luck well, trying to and, figure out that. And like, I, I don't know. Like, I get your point. It's a four-team race on what we think are the four best teams. But man, night in, night out, these are close games. Even Texas State, when I watched them again against Troy, I think it was, that was not like a dominating win against Troy. That was like it came down to the final two minutes. They made more shots in the final two minutes. Look, I mean. If you looked at these f- top four teams, I you know threw out there: Texas State, they beat App State by two, they beat South Alabama by three, and the game against Georgia Tech, uh, Georgia State was canceled. So they just barely beat the other two teams in my top tier. So uh, you know the team I'm looking at here is maybe Georgia State. You know their top six uh, top six players are all upperclassmen. Kane Williams is is a beast. They split with App. They split with South Alabama. I haven't played Texas State. They're hot right now. I might be looking at Georgia State. Preseason favorites too. I, I want to say most publications had either Georgia State, App State, or uh, Louisiana winning it. And that's what you know. I was on a show with Ryan Real Money Kramer earlier, and he was saying, "Why not take someone in Louisiana plus plus twenty thousand or yeah plus uh, two thousand because um, because they were projected and 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 you know these games are all." That the the problem with this conference, and I say this in a positive way because I can't wait to watch this because I really think all these matchups are going to be going down to the final couple minutes, with exception to, uh, you know, the Arkansas. I mean, even the Arkansas Little Rock situation. Who knows? Um, but uh, Patty C, what do you make of the Sun Belt? Who who you going? So Nick, you're going Georgia State. Who's your long shot? App, App State. Yeah, same as same easy, as me. Easy long shot. Uh, I mean, they're the two seed. I don't know how you can they're, really. They're plus six hundred though, man. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Great value, 
But um, let me say this. Uh, Arkansas state just beat app state in the most recent game. Granted uh, they split this uh, season series, but in, in the loss at app state, there was still only a, I want to say a seven or eight point game. So um, they're competitive there. They'd be facing them in the semifinal or the uh, quarterfinals. So um, and Arkansas state, a team like two weeks ago would have been the two seed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so yeah. they're at plus 1500. When you look at that, I want to say, yeah, there's uh you have from a win percentage, they're basically tied for number three in the uh, conference. Maybe yeah. that's your long shot. Red that Wolves plus fifteen hundred. What do you? What about your favorite? You gonna I go mean, Texas State? Texas, go- Texas State is the obvious play. That's great value at three fifty and nine game win yeah. streak, and so far ahead of the rest of the competition, it's pretty much a cakewalk for Texas State. Although I will say it's interesting that the 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 conferences that we're looking at, the different approaches they take to their conference tournaments. Texas State having to play in the second round, where some of these teams, other conferences, yeah. Yeah. get the buy straight They've to the semifinals. To You'll see it with the WCC. Yeah, uh, some of these other conferences that have like basically protected their best teams, and I think they do that because they know how bad a, a bad loss could be. Now, like if St. Mary's took a bad loss, do I agree with that? Do um, you take as much offense to that as you do in college football protecting their teams? Not necessarily because I still believe they've earned that in the regular season and they're still giving the shot to the team like like Arkansas Little Rock has been terrible all year. Yeah. They still they still have a chance. Yeah. Now are the odds harder for them? Slightly, but but they deserve it. You think they've earned it a little more? Whereas Oh, a hundred percent. College yeah. ba- college football, they hide from the ske- the schedule. They they these teams will go are out cheating and play. in the regular yes, season. Yes. <laughs> um so, Last thing I'll say about this too is that you know if I'm looking at my top three favorite Texas State, Georgia State, and App, Georgia State and App are in the same bottom half of the bracket. So Texas State has an easier route to the championship game that might sway you in their favor. True, true. Um, then you got uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on Texas State plus three fifty, App State plus six hundred. Let's switch down to the Missouri Valley. Well, if you know me and you've been listening for years, I love the Missouri Valley Conference. I think year in year out for mid major basketball, it's one of the best conferences to watch. Oh, really, over the past like thirty years, twenty five years. Arch Madness, man. Yeah, Arch Madness it, it is, is fantastic, real. and uh, shockingly. Check out the odds on this. Loyola Chicago is the four seed, guys. They're the four seed and they're the favorites at plus 140. Mm-mm-mm. Missouri State is the two seed plus 375. Northern Iowa is the one seed and they're plus 400. Drake is the three seed, they're plus 550. Bradley's the five seed at plus 800. Southern Illinois is uh, at plus fourteen hundred. Valpo is at plus seventy five hundred. Indiana State at plus ten thousand. Illinois State, the Redbirds at plus ten thousand. Evansville at plus fifty thousand. First off, I mean, much like the Sun Belt, what, what I need to cue the, uh, I need to cue the. Well, well I don't get, they bring the cold. Because Northern Iowa is a four. Basically, they're saying you're plus four hundred for the one seed, but at the same time. The way I calculated this when I look at this bracket, well, first off, I want to take Loyola Chicago because at the end of the day, I think they're the best team, but I think they have the hardest road to get there because they play Bradley. Bradley beat them most recently by nine, I think. And then when they played at Loyola Chicago, that game went to overtime. Loyola Chicago has to play in the first round. 
right? They have to play Bradley. Well, second round, but yeah, but I'm saying that, okay. They're not in the play in games, but yeah. my point is, is that on Thursday, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. On Friday, they have to play Bradley. You know, who a has losable game. Yes. You know, who has a buy uh, Northern Iowa does, you know, who has a buy Missouri state does, you know, who has a buy not, not necessarily Colby, but Northern Iowa plays the winner of the eight, nine seed and Missouri state plays the winner of the seven ten. So they all play on Friday. The difference is Northern Iowa is going to have an easier opponent. Missouri state is going to have an easier opponent. And we know it's four versus five Loyola versus Bradley. Yeah. Wait, I thought Northern Iowa plays on Saturday. Wrong. They play the winner of Illinois state versus Indiana state on Thursday. Wait, hold on. Today is Wednesday, right? Yes. Why am I seeing the game? Why is Bradley Loyola Chicago on Friday then? It is on Friday because and you're not seeing the other ones TBD because oh, Northern okay, Iowa okay. plays the winner of okay. Illinois State Indiana. Isn't State. this shit confusing? You got oh, all I'm these different idiot. conference tournaments. Uh, now, th- I would say this: this would be a problem for you in college football. It's a little different in college basketball. I'm just pointing that out. That's all. College I football say. sucks with their postseason. All right, they deserve every every bit of criticism, <laughs> and I say that as someone that loves college football. I'm um, just saying, I, I don't like, I appreciate the Missouri Valley for making most of these teams play in the second round at latest where some of these teams are getting the auto bid all the way to the semifinals. I don't know if I appreciate that. I don't like you putting your best team. I want to see bid stealers. I want to see, you can still see bid stealers. They just got to win. So I do agree with Patty C where like the, the, the big commerce is the major big commerce is teams love double buys. I'm not a fan of double buys. I'm okay with the single buy. I single buy, you earned it. A but double this isn't buy, this I isn't mean, a huge conference. <laughs> no, and yeah. and they don't have double and yeah. they don't have double buys yeah. here. So I'm okay with it. So my point, though, back to the original point here, I don't think there's value in Loyola Chicago or Northern Iowa. I mean, maybe you can talk yourself into Northern Iowa, but at plus four hundred, but at Loyola at plus one forty, knowing they have to play Bradley, who gave them fits all year. And then if they win that, they're eventually get, they're in the side with Northern Iowa, who just beat them right on Saturday. Right. I think your your play is to go from someone on the other side of the bracket, which either be Missouri State, Drake, or if you unless you think maybe Southern Illinois, the Salukis can knock off Drake or something. But I'm gonna ride Missouri State at plus three seventy five as my value play. Now my dog, my dog is gonna be the team that just played, uh, or I'm sorry, that just beat that beat Loyola the last time they played. The Bradley Braves at plus eight hundred. I think they're a pretty good team for plus eight hundred. Now, would I be surprised if they if they knocked off Northern Iowa and 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 Loyola Chicago? Sure, but this is why it's a long shot. I think they are on a level like I would. I think those other Northern Iowa and Loyola Chicago are slightly better, but they're not like gigantically better. I'm going to take Bradley plus eight hundred. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah. So the first thing I do when looking at a conference, I think like who is. is you know, a, a, who can possibly win this? And I think there's five teams that can possibly win Arch Madness. That is Loyola Chicago, Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Drake, and Bradley. Agreed. Bradley's, you know, and and the, the top half of the bracket has Northern Iowa and Loyola and Bradley. I don't see Bradley beating Loyola and Northern Iowa back to back games and then winning the championship. That's just too tough of a gauntlet. I mean, Bradley's done the, done some crazy stuff before. And I was about to the, say, uh, what two years ago I hit them as a the plus fifteen hundred to win the, the Missouri Valley, and that hit for me. That, that hey, very true. And you know what, uh, Bradley is the uh, the best uh, offensive rebounding team 
in the in the conference, the best rebounding margin in the conference. And they are eight and two in the last ten. And they've split with Loyal Chicago. Almost swept them. Took them to overtime. Took them to overtime. Almost swept the Ramblers. They also they they also um, won both versus Drake, but they did get swept by Missouri State. So they can beat the top of the conference. So if you're looking for a dog, I hate to say I I, I I'm kind of contradicting what I, what I just said because I don't think they can make you know three wins in a row of that caliber. But those are juicy odds, right? Yes. So maybe 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 put a little sprinkle on Bradley. But as a winner, it has to come from the bottom of the bracket. It has to be either Missouri State or Drake. I'm looking at Drake, man. You know, uh, plus five fifty. Yeah, I mean, hey, talk. That's a pretty good dog right there, right? Um, they lost both games to Bradley and Missouri State, but they did sweep Loyal Chicago and they split with Northern Iowa. All they got to do is knock off Southern Illinois. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. Get that win against Missouri State. That that's a tough one. And then though. they're yeah. in the championship. That's true. A much easier path. They got swept by Missouri State. It's tough to beat a good team three times. It's true. It's true. Uh Patty C, what do you do? So wait, you're you so wait, you're going Drake as your long shot or your favorite. <laughs> All right. Give me Drake as the long shot because my my one concern, their leading scorer is the coach's son, Tucker DeVries. He's a true freshman. His first go around in the MVC tournament might be kind of tough. So if I could take them as my dog, because I think they they still classify as a decent dog. Yeah, f- plus five fifty is a dog. Okay, that works. Give me Missouri State as a favorite. The winner of that that Saturday matchup wins it all on Sunday. I like it. I like it. Patty C, what are you doing? Uh, well, it's funny that, you know, we talk about, um, all these teams have a, a similar home record. And as a matter of fact, Bradley sitting there down there at number five in the conference standings has the best home record tied with Loyola Chicago in the whole conference. Now they're not going to be playing at home is the yeah, issue. Yeah. In fact, uh, the home records of these teams or the, the road records of the top five teams in the conference. Northern Iowa eight and four, Missouri State eight and four, Drake eight and two, Loyola Chicago eight and three, and then boom, Bradley three and eight. So uh, my inclination to go Bradley you can't win, can't win on the road, that's for sure. So basically, Drake and Loyola come down to be the teams that you know I guess are my favorite and my dog. I don't know who's got so, the better odds at this. No, point. no, no. So Loyola plus one forty, Drake plus five fifty. So, so even yeah, though, so your dog is Drake, you're going chalk with Loyola. Which yeah. makes sense. I mean, look, they, they they've been they've owned this conference the past couple of years. Um, so okay, there we go. There, let's move down to the West Coast Conference. Uh, Gonzaga's minus four hundred, minus four hundred. They just lost to St. Mary's on Saturday. Well, St. Mary's is plus four hundred. The Dons of San Francisco are plus fifteen hundred. Santa Clara's plus two thousand. BYU is plus four thousand. The Portland Pilots who have a buy in the first round, they're plus twenty thousand. Twenty thousand to get a, a buy? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. San Diego uh, plus twenty thousand. Loyola Marymount plus twenty thousand. Pacific plus fifty thousand. And uh, Pepperdine plus fifty thousand. Uh, you know, five hundred to one. Whatever you want to say. Um, I'm going chalk after, after the Zags lose, I'm, I'm laying, <laughs> I, I hate to be this boring Gonzaga minus 400. And if I had to do a dog, I'm going to give you a hefty dog. I'm going to give you Santa Clara 
because they wouldn't have to play Gonzaga. They're on the other side of the bracket. They wouldn't have to play them to the championship. So if someone can knock off the Zags, Santa Clara as a three seed doesn't have, wouldn't, wouldn't see them until the championship. So I think Santa Clara at plus 2000 would be my play. Nick, what are you doing in the WCC? <laughs> this one's pretty easy guys. Uh, I mean, like Gonzaga has a number one seed in the NCAAs at stake. They can't lose again. They got their loss out of the way. We've been, we've been eyeing that, that two game, uh, you know, road uh, stretch where they had to go at San Francisco at St. Mary's to end the regular season. We knew that if they were going to lose in conference, it'd be one of those games. Sure enough, it was the second one. And I'm sure Mark few and company is not happy being beat by 10 at St. Mary's. There's just, there's no way they lose this. I don't think, uh, yeah, obviously they are my pick. Even if you lay minus three sixty or, or, or whatever your site had. So it's Gonzaga all the way Uh long shot BYU. I mean, even though they haven't been as good this year, plus 4,000, that's got crazy. Uh, plus 4,000 is crazy. Like, honestly, I think you're just throwing, throwing good money to a bad calls there. Cause I think this is Gonzaga's tournament, but if you want to get crazy and just do a little sprinkle, BYU kind of makes sense. Patty C WCC. Are you going chalk with us? Uh, I guess you kind of have to go chalk. Although uh I don't know how much value you get out of St. Mary's, but the fact that they just beat them straight up, where's the uh, championship game Vegas. in Vegas. So that, I mean, obviously that game was in St. Mary's that they came away with a win, um, a neutral site. Maybe uh, Gonzaga doesn't have the advantage. I, I guess there's probably not that much juice, but is anyone going to beat Gonzaga except St. Mary's? So your dog, which hey, that values plus 400 as maybe, your dog. Maybe, uh, maybe BYU, maybe San Francisco. A couple of these teams are playing decent ball this year, so I can't completely roll them out. But the fact that St. Mary's did it, you gotta, yeah, that's, so, that's so, where my money's going. No, that's a smart play. Gonzaga plus minus 400 as your lock. And then your dog is St. Mary's plus 400. There you go. Okay. Now Friday. And by the way, Auburn wins in overtime by 13. They cover for us. Whew. Win by 13 in overtime. The, the overtime has <laughs> been kind to me today. Um, we got on Friday, the SOCON and I I'm going to apply the same rules with the SOCON to the Sunbelt in a way is bring your bottle of whiskey because this is going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. I was actually surprised to see the odds, Nick, because the one seed Chattanooga is not the favorite. It is Furman. <laughs> it is Furman. Right. Furman at plus 140. Chattanooga at plus 200. Wofford at plus 500 UNC Greensboro plus 1500. You know what it is about the SoCon? What's that? They they're all just random people's names. Who is Wofford? Who is Furman? Who's Mercer? Samford. Who's Samford? Yeah. Who are these fuckers? <laughs> uh, UNC Greensboro plus 1500 Samford plus 2000 VMI plus 2000 East Tennessee state plus 4,000. There's great value on a team that, you know, has lost a, They've been a good team, and they, the, even the games they've lost, they're very small deficits. Mercer plus five thousand—that's pretty good as well. Western Carolina plus ten thousand. The Citadel plus ten thousand. Guys, I think this is the craziest one yet because, honestly, like East Tennessee State, I just took them to beat UNC Greensboro on the road. That happened. This—if you, if you were to pull up, all right. Let, let's just hear me out on the Buccaneers here. Uh, look at these losses they've had. Um. Chattanooga by six. Um, what is this? Samford by four. Wofford by two. VMI by four. Greensboro by four. 
Citadel by two. Furman single digits. It was nine or yeah, eight or nine. Uh, then uh, Chattanooga. I mean, look. I mean, these have they've played so many close loss games. I mean, they've beat, they've gotten wins too. This is a team that's beat UNC Greensboro. They've beat uh, the Citadel. This is uh, ETSU. Yeah. They beat Furman. Who's the, 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 the favorite. Uh, this is a, this is one where I actually feel like there's real value in, in Mercer and East Tennessee state and VMI and Samford and UNC Greensboro. Look, I, I get it. I think Chattanooga is the best team in the SoCon at the end of the day. So I'll put that as my favorite Chattanooga plus 200, but I think it's a very thin line between Chattanooga and East Tennessee state, Well, even Western Carolina, East Tennessee state, seven and 11 in the conference. But you go all the way down to the basement of this conference, Western Carolina, five and 13, that's respectable. No. And they have some good wins as NC Nick, who had a hard time handicapping them. I know he was vocal about Definitely. that. They, they beat VMI. They beat Mercer. They, they've gone and beat, they beat East Tennessee state. You know, they, they've, they, they beat Chattanooga. The, the team that finished as the one seed, Western Carolina, and they beat them by double digits. The last, the worst ranked team in the conference beat the best ranked team in the conference by double digits. By double digits. And and say no more. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is is going to be great basketball. But you want value? You want value? I think there's some great opportunity for a realistic dog of heavy value. Heavy value. So I'm going to take Chattanooga. I think they're the best team, but I don't think they're the best team by that much. I think I'm going to take a flyer on East Tennessee state plus 4,000 as my dog. But uh, <laughs> Nick, what do you think here? Uh, I echo a lot of what you just said. Um, I, I will take Chattanooga as my favorite, especially since they're better rods and Furman. The one thing ETSU doesn't have in their favor, they have to play the extra game. So seeds seven through 10 play Friday, which basically means uh, teams one through six have a first round bye. So ETSU has to play the Citadel on Friday. Uh, hey, <laughs> I mean, they could uh, lose I that. Favor, yeah. yeah. I mean, I favored my boys from Johnson city, shout out to Yeehaw brewing, uh, but they could lose that, <laughs> you know, and to have in a game where every game is, is somewhat up in the air to have that extra round to go through, I think is tough. So I'm not going to pick ETSU as my dog. I'm going to pick UNCG. I think they have a really good spot here. I mean, just in the last month, UNCG has beat Furman and Chattanooga, the best two teams in the conference. And they're on the, uh, the, I guess the bottom side of the bracket. So if you are saying Chattanooga is the best team, UNCG could potentially play them in the championship. They would just have to go through Samford and go through Furman to get there. Uh, it's a crazy, I mean, yeah, SoCon is, is one of our favorite conferences, our favorite mid-major conferences, because there's a lot of good teams, a lot of parity. Uh, but yeah, I, I would go for me, I would go UNCG plus 1500 as my dog. And I would go Chattanooga plus 200 as my favorite. This Patty C. I mean, this enjoy, I mean, I'm telling you guys, if you don't have ESPN plus, you got to get ESPN plus because these games are awesome. These teams have been in conference play for a while here. No team has more than a two game winning streak. No team has more than a three game losing streak. (laughs) Basically they're fucking chewing each other up every night. Uh, It is great basketball. And it's been like this for a few years now. And I think they're one of the biggest secrets in America for college basketball fans. If you're not for the lay college basketball fan, Look, and, and I know I talk about how I think the Mountain West is is fantastic this year. They because they really are the best that I can ever recall. Um, but the like the kind of the blue blood that you know 
they've kind of become the Missouri Valley in a way, Nick, would you agree to that? Like, yes, they haven't had the final four teams, but as far as like good basketball night in night out, the SoCon has delivered. Yeah, it really has. And you know, once you go through that gauntlet, they're kind of prepared for that, you know, week one, whoever wins it is going to be prepared for that first round matchup, you know, as like a, a 13 seed or, you know, wherever uh, they might fall. So it's, it's, it is really good basketball. It's very competitive and it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this as a guy who didn't ever watch SoCon basketball prior to starting this podcast, you know, I was your ultimate college basketball fan coming into this. Um, I'm, I'm compelled to watch this tournament just because of the competitiveness and, and because while, while I think there is something where, all right, maybe they can make a deep run, but the legitimate uh, ceiling for this conference is probably like an elite eight or maybe a sweet 16 run. Yeah. You know, yeah, I would, yeah. I mean, probably yeah. sweet 16, Agreed. if you had to, if you had to place odds on it, but yeah, it wouldn't be crazy to see, you know, I mean, we've seen so many other conferences where the CAA, when they had Mason and VCU or, or uh, you know, Butler when they were in the horizon or uh, Missouri Valley sending Loyola, you know, you, we've seen these teams make runs. It hasn't been in the SoCon yet, but the SoCon has had good teams. I mean, Wofford, I can remember countless times. UNC Greensboro, Wofford, Furman, they've all had success. East Tennessee State, they won a couple games when they had Steve Forbes, I feel like. Were they Sweet 16, Nick? They definitely yeah, went to the they, 32. They, I think they might have went to the Sweet yeah. 16. They, they won at least one game. I'm not positive. Um, so uh, subscribe. I mean, the, the subscribe to the SoCon tournament, not the college basketball experience right now. SoCon well, tournament, yeah, both. <laughs> but but uh, uh, I mean, look, these games are going to be fantastic, and I would argue that some of the best games all of March, when you consider March Madness, I want to say a couple of years ago it was, I want to say it was Wofford UNC Greensboro, in, or, or Wofford East Tennessee State in the in the SoCon championship, one of the best games all of March. I felt like you well, can put it up there yeah. with the best of them. Like in general, you know, the conference championships are a little slept on. A hundred percent. Because they have just the same level of of you know excitement and, and quality basketball as the NCAAs. And you see these teams that know they, they know the only chance they're making the NCAA tournament is if they win. Yeah. You know. Let and me that's ask you the this. fun because they're laying it all out on the line. A hundred percent. What is the equivalent of like a sweet 16 run for uh, a, a team in the Southern conference in terms of like a bowl win in college football. Like would that, would a sweet 16 run be the equivalent of like uh, a Hawaii in the sugar bowl or not quite that. I, I feel like George Mason in the final four and the final four is a Hawaii to the sugar bowl run. Well, Hawaii was pr- probably the only outlier. Actually like, George Mason, in the final four is way bigger than yeah, because they could have, because they could have yeah. won the championship. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, they knocked off UNC and Michigan State, among others, on yeah. the on the route. No, there. and yeah. UConn. So they knocked off a ton of the former three, national champions. The three yeah. uh, previous national yeah. champions, yeah. right? Yeah, it's fucking incredible. So there's nothing like that. But for this, I would say this is maybe the equivalent of like one of these teams getting to I don't know a, a New Year's like a Citrus Bowl or something. It's a pretty big accomplishment for one of these programs. I think even better because they have the chance of of knocking off the big guy going even yeah, further. Yeah. 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 So I it's, mean, it's more exciting when, when they play a game that means something and they could advance rather than a glorified exhibition, which is a bowl game. Well, that the thing about the bowl game is you hold a trophy at the end of it. You say, we're the champion of this bowl game. Whereas the, at the oh, end whatever. of a, a college basketball people, run, but that, you I, say we're the loser. I you don't know? even know if people even give a shit about that. Do you they really don't, think? but yeah. the, it's the, it's the idea. I don't. Uh, yeah. 
I think a fan base of like random people say, Hey, we won the, we won the citrus bowl. That was cool this year. Whereas, Oh, we lost in the sweet 16. That's like not, we still lost at the end of the year. We, we didn't make it. We didn't win everything. Right. So it's not like a, a, a fucking, uh, a, a, a win well, I, I, at the end of the day. I'll tell you as a George Mason alum, the fact that we made the final four was huge. I mean, granted we didn't win at all. We didn't win two more to win the whole national championship. But making the final four is a championship put, put in its, its own right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I think even making the Sweet Sixteen is a huge step well, for a small program. Well, that's and, what and that's I what need college football is selling short. Yeah, is that yeah? But when people say, "Oh, we don't want to let the little guys in," San Diego State would never win the national championship. That might be right. That might be right. Well, I don't know. I mean, San Diego has a lot of talent, so if they ever got that chance, I think they might. But at the same time, they could build off of it. Yeah, at least. yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen that. Look at Gonzaga. We've said this before, yeah. Patty C. Gonzaga is basically like Boise State in football, except they're allowed to grow. Yeah. Bo- Boise right, State right. hit and that going, fence. Yeah. Right. And going back to, to George Mason, like I can tell you, like in my travels across the country, or whatever, I can, you know, if I was talking to a person, and, oh, hey, where'd you go to school? George Mason. Oh, you know what? They made that run in the NCAA tournament. If we didn't make that run, some dude in freaking Boise would have never heard of George Mason, or some guy in Michigan would never heard of George Mason. Well, and 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 there's a big difference there because people say, "Oh, well, Western Michigan, whatever bowl game they went and they played Wisconsin or whatever Orange Bowl." Yeah, uh, yeah. People don't remember that. People don't. Florida, yeah, Northern Northern Illinois played Florida State. No one says, "Oh, they're the team that." No, no. But George Mason went to the fucking final point. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, folks. Well, look, I got to conti- continue this show, but uh, I want to sign off from, uh, f- from NC Nick and Patty C. They got things to do, but uh, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Uh, give Patty C a follow at Patty C eight, three, one. And we will go through all of the games now on the slate as we have a loaded college basketball slate coming to you right now. All right. Those guys had to head out. So we will have you covered with picking every game. Uh, like I said, the SGPN app will have Patty CNC Nick's also the whole crew. It was a lot of Noah B Nick. Uh, just a, a, I can go on and on and on Nick, Nick college basketball in there uh, stacking the money green, Ryan real money, Kramer, Terrell Furman, all those guys. So check out the SGPN app. You'll have access to all those picks and my picks will be up. Sometimes this things change. You find out a player's out. Oh, I got a feeling about this team that things change, but let's hop into it. 9 30 AM on the West noon 30 on the East UT Arlington is taking on Louisiana in the sunbelt. We were just talking about the sunbelt action. Uh, I'm going to take a Lafayette minus three and a half. And I think it's fringe lock potential. Fringe lock potential. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna lock it though. Not gonna lock it because they've been too unpredictable this year. But I do think the Raging Cajuns are the flat out better team. Um, at noon on the West, so the next game up, we have uh, Little Rock against South Alabama. This is one. Uh, South Alabama's laying 12, 12 against Little Rock. I'm gonna lay the twelve because the Little Rock has been awful. I think you got to ride with the South Alabama right now. Uh, don't love the, the play though, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my play there. Now we got the Hartford Hawks. Do I, I just got to play. I mean, I, I don't think there's a team I'm rooting for more in the country than the Hartford Hawks. So let's just get it going. The Hartford Hawks. Let's go Hartford. Get the dub. The Hawks are laying two and a half points. I'm going to ride with Hartford. 
not going to lock it, but man, am I rooting for him? Uh, then we have you, uh, ULM. You, that is the Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe at Arkansas state. This was a, this, this line has jumped some ULM is getting six. Now it was four and a half earlier. It is six. I, I'm going to take ULM. I think this is going to be a game. The Sun Belt is just going to be wild. So give me the six and ULM. Uh, we have a AAC game going on at four o'clock as well. Houston uh, is, is taking on temple Houston and temple. And uh, this is, a, this is 15 and a half points currently for the owls, man. Houston makes me eat with these big numbers. I'm still going to take the owls. Plus the, I think they've been playing better ball. Give me the owls to cover the 15 and a half. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, SMU is hosting Cincinnati. Pretty good game here. Big, big, big opportunity for SMU. They got to get the win here. SMU's laying seven. The SMU has been money at home this year. I am going to take the Mustangs laying seven. And I think that is a fringe lock. That is a fringe lock right there. The Mustangs minus seven. Um, as I think they can get that done and get the dub. I really do. Um, next up after that, we have Marist who's been you guys haven't checked out the Maris. What are they? The red foxes. Uh, they've won six games in a row, six games in a row. Look out. They're going to Buffalo, uh, Buffalo to take on Canisius. Don't look now, but Maris is only a two point favorite. Give me Maris to get it done. I'm laying the two. Let's go. Red foxes. Canisius is two and eight in their last 10. They're nine and 20 on the season. Line smells a little bit, but I guess maybe that deals with Marist only winning by one back on February 12th, but I'm on the red foxes. Let's lock it up. Let's have some fun. Um, after that, we have Sienna at Niagara and this once again, I get it. Niagara's had some nice wins at home this year. They really have, but I just, I don't understand it here. Um, where, where am I at here on this line? Let me see if this is moved from 30 minutes ago. I'm I'm just kind of shocked that uh, Sienna is, is is I think only a two and a half point I think Niagara's favorite. Where is this line? Um, yeah, Sienna's getting two and a half. This game smells, but I don't care. It worked in Florida. That game smelled. I got it done against Vanderbilt. Give me Sienna plus two and a half on the road. Quinnipiac is at Monmouth. Monmouth, hard team to understand lately. Quinnipiac's been, I don't know. All right, I guess. Mama's laying seven. I'm going to ride Monmouth. Don't love it, though. Um, Penn State is at Illinois. Penn State, uh, this is one. They're getting 12 and a half at the Illini. I kind of want to take the Illini, but you know what? Give me the Nittany Lions to, to hang around just enough. Illini win by 10. Uh, Iona is at Manhattan. I considered lock. This is a fringe lock. All right. Iona is, I believe what laying, uh, I think the number is short here. Let me pull this thing up. Iona is laying nine and a half. I'm going to ride with Iona. Not going to lock it though. Not going to lock it. My Jaspers have treated me all right this year. Michigan state is at Ohio state. Michigan state's getting six points. Ohio state's been horrible lately. This is an opportunity where I think they're trying to bait you into taking Michigan state. And I'm going to take the bait because I, I, I look, I thought Ohio state would have responded against Nebraska. I don't know what's happening in Columbus. 
give me Mich- Michigan State and probably consider fringe locking this thing. State's getting six in Columbus. I mm. uh, got a little rivalry game going on at the airport. Florida Atlantic is at Florida International. Little CUSA fun. What's not to like? I think FAU is a rivalry game. So FAU, I think, is the flat out better team when it's all said and done. They're laying five. I'm going to lay the five. But this is a fun one. Should be a fun one right there. Uh, Loyola Maryland is at or is playing Boston Patriot League. Yeah, at Boston. Boston's laying six. I'm on BU. I think you know what? Let's lock this one up, right? What What was the last time they played? Yeah, Boston won by seventeen last time they played. Let's lock it up. Loyola's been terrible lately. Let's go BU. Let's lock this thing up. Give me uh just added this one. Let's go, Boston. Play the six. They're at home. Army's at Lehigh. Lehigh's laying one. I picked this on the Sports Gathering Podcast show. Give me Lehigh minus one. I don't love this play, but give me Lehigh minus one. Uh Indiana State is a neutral site game here in Missouri Valley uh against Illinois State. Illinois State's laying one and a half. Indiana state's been terrible away from Terry hot Illinois state coaching change. Seemed to give them a little bit of life. Give me the Redbirds minus one and a half. Detroit is at no, or is taken on Northern Kentucky, Detroit, Northern Kentucky, Detroit been red, red hot past what three weeks. I feel like um, in, in the uh, horizon. And I, I feel like this, uh, this should be a, actually a really good game. This should be one that we should have all eyes on. Detroit's getting four. I'm going to take the four. I'm going to take the four, but this is, this is a great game. Sign me up for it. Kennesaw state is uh taken on Jacksonville state. A sun matchup here. Kennesaw state's getting eight. I'm all over it. Eight in Kennesaw. I think it's going to be a game. I mean, Jacksonville state's been pretty good this year, but this is a ball game. Give me Kennesaw state plus eight. Sprinkle some on the money line. Why don't you what plus two eighty two? American is taking on Navy. American is taking on Navy. American's getting 12 and a half. I'm sorry. AU has been horrible this year. I'm locking it up. That spread's too big. Let's go. Plus 540 if that hits on the money line. I'm not touching that thing on the money line. I'm taking it with the points because Navy beat them by nine last time they played. Um, but I, I do think that's a, uh, I do think that that spreads a little too far off. A little bit, little, just a little bit too far off. Florida Gulf Coast is taking on Bellarmine. Um, Florida Gulf Coast is getting three. I think you should take Florida Gulf Coast, and I do think you should take the money line here. FGC plus three should be a nice game, though. Should be fun to watch. UIC is taking on IPFW. Um, this is one where. I wonder, I wonder why the line is what it is. Tell you the truth. UIC, I get it. They, they thought they weren't going to play in a conference tournament. They, they got the okay to do this, but IPFW, uh, only laying six. Give me IPFW. Lock this thing up. Probably my, one of my favorite plays of the day. Take IPFW, lay the six. That one just, just doesn't seem right there. 
Um, Jacksonville, my Dolphins, been one of my darlings this year. They're laying eleven and a half at home against uh, C- Central Arkansas. I'm on Jacksonville. Think they get it done. Wouldn't go much higher though. Don't love that game either. Uh, Bucknell is at Colgate. Bucknell, what a win for them. They're they're getting fifteen and a half at Colgate. I don't care, folks. You got to take Colgate. Lock it up. Lay the fifteen and a half. I think they're going to destroy Bucknell. Oakland is taking on right state. Another great game. Oakland's plus uh, getting five. Uh, Oakland's faded down the stretch. Maybe they can get it back. They didn't cover against IUPUI. I'm going to take the golden Grizz plus five, even though I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Liberty is taking on Lipscomb. Liberty and Lipscomb. Um, Last time they played Liberty won by nine. That was on February 8th. Liberty's laying 12. This stadium will be rocking. I am going to lock up Liberty minus 12 against Lipscomb. Let's roll. Come on flames. Flame on flame on Tarleton state. Even this is a decent game. They're taking out Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State's leg six and a half. I am going to ride with Sam Houston State minus six and a half, and I think it's fringe lock potential, but I'm not going to lock it. Fringe lock. Morgan State is uh, taking on Coppin State. And actually, I don't have a line on this game yet, so we're going to have to wait for this one. Ryder is at uh, to, at Fairfield. Fairfield's laying three and a half. The moving company against the Stags. Stuff. Give me, give me the move. Uh, no, give me the stags. I'll take the stags minus three and a half. <laughs> Howard is at Norfolk State. Norfolk State's been my team this year. Made a lot of money on the Spartans. They're at home. They're laying four and a half. I'm on Norfolk State. Not locking it though, because Howard's been somewhat impressive uh, the couple times I've viewed them. Delaware State is taking on Maryland Eastern Shore. Um. Maryland Eastern shore. Uh, this is see, this is a tough one. Maryland Eastern shore is laying 12 and a half. I'm taking Delaware state plus 12 and a half, despite Eastern shore being pretty solid this year. I got to take it 12 and a half. They're not that far from one another. Give me the 12 and a half South Carolina state is getting four and a half at North Carolina central. Hmm. Oh man, I, I've gone back and forth on this one. So you look at this one and central is 14 and 14 South, South Carolina state's 15 and 14. Last time they played South Carolina state got the win. You know what? Give me the four and a half with South Carolina state. I don't love it. I do not love that thing. Uh, moving down the line here, Tennessee state. How about my boys? They got it done today. Lock them up. And uh, they're at, uh, they're taking on Southeast Missouri state. I don't have a line on this game yet, folks. So get the SGPN app. This might be a lot. Cause I like this Tennessee state team. Dixie state is uh, taking on Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian is laying 11. AC uh, has been pretty good this year. I'm going to take them. I'm going to lay the 11 Dixie state's not there yet. Um, North Texas, red, hot, North Texas laying 14 at UTSA. Guess what you should do? Lay the 14 and it's probably a fringe lock. Uh, Grambling is taking on Alabama A&M at Alabama A&M. A&M's laying a point and a half. Give me A&M, I guess. No, I should probably take Grambling there. 
let's take Grambling. Give me Grambling plus a point and a half. <laughs> it's a tough game. Um, UCF is at Tulane. Tulane is getting a point at home. This was a ball game when it was in Orlando. I'm going to take the green wave getting the point. Should be a fun one going down there. In New Orleans, Ron Hunter's bunch. Uh, Cal is at Arizona state, Arizona state laying seven. I think you should take Arizona state laying the seven. I think we should consider locking that up. Fringe lock one there. TCU just beat Kansas. Now they go to Lawrence to take on Kansas yet again. Kansas leg 10 and a half. I locked up KU in Fort Worth. Didn't hit. I'm going to die hard like Bruce Willis on this one. I'm locking up KU minus 10 and a half at home in a revenge spot. I think they blow them out. Lay the 10 and a half with the Jayhawks. Robert Morris is taking on Cleveland State. Robert Morris is getting 11 after that big upset on Youngstown State. You know what? Give me Robert Morris plus 11. Let's have some fun. Mississippi Valley State is getting 13 and a half points at Alcorn State. <laughs> I had an auto fade on Mississippi Valley State for the past two years, but it kind of went away this January. Give me Mississippi Valley State. Jerry Rice's alma mater. Arkansas State is at Jackson State. Jackson State's laying 10 and a half. Okay, Jackson State, you got me here. Let's go. Let's go. I'm doing it. Give me Jackson State. Uh, Georgia Southern is taking on Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina's laying six. I'm on Coastal. Lay the six. Don't love it. Memphis is at South Florida. South Florida's getting 12 and a half. I'm going to ride with the Bulls of South Florida plus 12 and a half. Memphis hasn't been great on the road, so take the 12 and a half. Rice is at UTEP. This should be a fun one in the CUSA. Rice is getting six and a half. I took Rice. Give me the six and a half. Shit. Should be a decent game. Might even want to consider the money line there. Uh, Utah Valley. Man, there's so many great games. Uh, is that Grand Canyon? Valley's catching six. I'm on Valley. Maybe we sprinkle the money line there too. This should be a good game. I know that stadium gets lit, but that should be a fun, fun game in the whack. Another fun game is Northern Colorado taking on Montana. This is uh, two of the best teams in the, in the, the currently Northern Colorado's in third Montana's in fifth, but I think that might change. It's, it's uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tight race in the big sky. Montana's laying two and a half. I think we ride with the Grizz minus two and a half. I was at Michigan. Um, awesome game. Michigan still, you know, trying to play Michigan's laying a point and a half. This is a good game. I think I might, I might, I think fringe lock, but give me Michigan minus one and a half. The only problem is the letdown spot after Michigan state. It's what I worry about, but give me Michigan minus a point and a half and a fringe lock potential there. Uh, Portland state is at Idaho. Idaho has been, been kind of improving this year. Portland state laying two. I'll ride with the Vikings one more time. Montana state is hosting uh Sacramento state. Give me uh, Montana state laying the 13 and a half. I don't like it though. Um, Stanford is at Arizona. They're getting 18 and a half. Give me Stanford plus 18 and a half. Zona wins by 16. I don't know. Northern Arizona is at Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington's laying 10 and a half. I can't trust Northern Arizona. I'm laying the 10 and a half with the Eagles. Southern is at Alabama. 
Uh, Southern's laying four and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, Alabama State, not Alabama. Alabama State. I'm going to lay the four and a half though with Southern. I think they're the better team. I think they get it done on the road. Pacific is at or is not yeah is at uh, well they're in Vegas taking on Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount's laying four and a half. Give me Marymount. Lock it up. Pacific's terrible. LMU baby represent. Evansville taking on Valparaiso. I called this on the uh, SGP show. I was getting seven then it's down to five and a half. So I guess some money coming out of Evansville. Valpo has been one of the more disappointing teams to me in the mid-major ranks. Give me Evansville plus the five and a half. I, I, I still don't, I don't trust it. UC San Diego is taking on Cal state Bakersfield. Um, Cal state Bakersfield is a three and a half point favorite. Give me San Diego plus the three and a half. Oregon is at Washington. Oregon's a four point favorite. Give me the Ducks. Lock it up. Coming off that heartbreak and loss to USC. Give me the Ducks. Lock that thing up. To play for their lives. Maybe, maybe my favorite play of the day. UC Irvine. They're been playing better ball, I feel like. They're laying nine and a half at or on the road at Cal Poly. Wouldn't go much higher, but give me UCI minus the points. Hawaii is uh, take on the road at at Santa Barbara. They're catching seven and a half. Give me Hawaii plus seven and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. That should be a game, though. That should be a game. Tennessee Tech, Moorhead State. I don't have a line on that one yet. We're waiting for that one to drop. UC Riverside is taking on uh, Cal State Fullerton. Cal State Fullerton's laying two and a half. I went back and forth on this one actually. Fullerton's better this year. Give me the Titans at home minus two and a half. Oregon State is at Washington State. This team's just played in a in a doozy in overtime. Give me the Beavers plus fourteen in Pullman. Fresno State is at San Diego State. Big opportunity for Fresno State here. Big opportunity for San Diego State. Fresno's getting eight. I'm gonna ride Fresno. San Diego State gets the win. Fresno covers. Pepperdine is taking on San Diego, not UC San Diego. USD that is San Diego in the WCC in Vegas. Give me San Diego minus four. Lock it up. Let's ride. And that's all of our picks. All right. So it's easy to see a tide turn guys. These games are awesome guys, girls, lads, whatever you want to say. These games are awesome. I can't wait for this. I mean, tomorrow's just a great day. Let's just get it going. Just to recap the locks. Let's recap the locks a little bit here. Liberty minus 12. I'm doing it. Stadium's lit. Let's get it done. Boston minus six against Loyola. I'm doing it. IPFW minus six. Colgate minus 15 and a half. Damn, I'm going with a lot of favorites. Michigan State's a fringe lock. Michigan is a fringe lock. Uh, Marist minus two. Let's ride. Sienna plus two and a half. Let's ride. Kansas minus ten and a half. Let's ride. Loyola Marymount minus four and a half. Let's ride. A lot of favorites. Oregon minus four. Let's ride. San Diego minus four. Let's ride. American plus twelve and a half. Let's ride.
I feel like I should add one more, one more uh, dog to win, to cover. I think our nominees should be what Michigan state, Kennesaw state, maybe a Florida Gulf coast. Um, I will add one more for us just to have some fun here. I'm going to go bet this right now as I am doing this. Hopefully I bet on the right team tonight <laughs> as I've made a, f- I fucked up the other night and didn't, uh, didn't hit the right one. Do I take Oregon state plus 14 and Pullman? Perhaps I buy into that, that fun. I think that's one. I think that's what I'm going to do. I know Wazoo is better in Pullman, but you know what? 14 is a lot of points. Sometimes Oregon state shows up. Let's ride with the beeves. Give me the 14, lock it up. That's the bonus special on the dog. Let's have some fun. All right, folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We got you covered all the way through all of March madness. Remember by the time you're listening to this, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast, because we're dropping more college basketball episodes every single day, two a days, have some fun, hop in there, subscribe to both subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round and remember USFL around the corner, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast that is coming on April 16th. I host that as well. We got you covered folks. March madness is here. This is March. Uh, make sure you get the SGPN app. Also make sure you check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D you can find the college basketball experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And like I said, please keep those iTunes comments coming because it helps. I'm telling you, it helps more than you realize. So, all right, folks, this is the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, March 3rd. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Money, 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 money.